You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This, this, this. Fight Disciples. We are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Hi, it's Adam. Thank you very much for downloading episode three, The Bulletproof Monk from the Fight Disciples. In there, you will have heard trainer extraordinaire Dave Colwell talking about his brand new flashy football boots and obviously training Gavin McDonnell, who's on the undercard of Quig Frampton at the weekend. Well, that interview went on for an extra 20 minutes and it's that good. We thought we'd upload it so you get the full gist of this amazing personality that's in the boxing game. He talks about training Pricey, Tony Bellew and growing up in the Ingle Gym. Hope you enjoy it. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Listen, we we, we had Pricey on uh, a couple of weeks back. Oh, yeah. Just having a bit of a crack with him. And it was at the time where he was uh, he was sounding out where he was going to go trainer-wise. Yeah. Obviously, that news has now brought that it's you, mate. Yeah. Back together. Got the old boy. It's like getting the band back together again. <laughs> <laughs> what were them first meetings like? Because obviously, I've no doubt you will have had a few questions. Obviously, you, you, you talk about psychology, what you were talking about yeah. with Gavin there. I, I, that's the, yeah. probably the main thing with Pricey, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, when I, I initially had a phone call for Nisa Sowland, um, and Nisa wanted uh, to have a chat, he said to me, you know, uh, do you fancy working with Pricey? Um, and I was like, well, I didn't expect that. It was a bit out of blue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right. I said, um, uh, first things first, is I'll need to have a chat with him. Um, the reason why Pricey wanted Nisa to, to speak to first is because he didn't want um, to, because we're mates, mm. or not for a long time. He felt that you know, if he asked me, I'd feel like I'm on the spot and I have to say yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he wanted you know just to be sounded out and just see if I'd be interested. So I said, yeah, I said, I'm interested, but I need to have a chat with Pricey and see where he's at. at. Um, and also, you know, about how how we you know do things. Um, so I had a chat with Pricey. Um, I had a good chat with him. I wanted to know. That it was coming back for the right reasons. That it was carrying on for the right reasons, not to prove everybody else, you know, wrong or right or whatever. And you know, um, not not because of that. Not be, just because of the drug scandal, the cheats. Um, it had to be for the right reason. It had to be because David Price himself wanted to come back um, yeah. and, and wanted to come back to succeed, uh, and you know, knew that there was more left in there for him to to bring out. Um, so we had a good chat. Um, and, you know, I said, right, I said, well, let's have a session because, um, number one, uh, I need to know that you're comfortable with me, but number two, obviously, physically, I wanted to make sure that I could do the job because 
um, despite how it looks on pictures and TV, I'm not as tall as what, what I appear to be. Um, yeah. So, I'm going to ask you so, that. You might need stilts when you're in there, William, <laughs> won't you? Doing the pads. Do you know? Do you know what? What it? What it? And this is serious now. What? What it takes is it takes uh, a strong set of shoulders and and a mate because because you know I'm five foot four and he's six foot nine. Mm. Um, so basically, I I have to make sure that he's he's hitting the pads. When we're doing, obviously, we're doing head punches. Then he's hitting the shots that he's going to be if he's fighting a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, obviously, if it, you know, if it comes where we're fighting guys that are crouching, you know, your, your Chisora types, and obviously they're a little bit lower, um, you can lower your hands a little bit. But you know, at range and things, I've got my arms at basically at full extension. Um, so my shoulders, shoulders are getting absolutely blasted to bits. Um, uh, and and the thing is as well, I encourage. Um, every shot to be delivered, delivered with, with with power and speed. So it's not like you know you, you see these nice little um, little Mayweathers, little Mayweathers, not yeah, little tappy yeah. tappies. We don't yeah, want tappy yeah, tappies. Yeah. Take me head now, off, come on. No, that's that, that's exactly <laughs> it. I mean, I mean, you can ask Spicy and 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 and, and Bellew as well. You know, I, I tell them you know rip my arms off. It, it threw me. Do you know what I mean? That's that's the that's what you need to be doing because especially with Price as well I want to bring um, aggression about him mm. well that's it Dave when we had him in the studio that was his whole thing he said you know what yeah. I need someone that brings out the nasty in me yeah. I need someone yeah. that makes me want to kill people makes you want to yeah. hurt people because yeah. you know yourself you know, you've know, you known him a long time like we have yeah. he's the nicest fella in the world outside the ring yeah. but nice guys yeah. finish last in boxing you've got to be a bad guy when you get in there at least yeah well you see unfortunately that you say he's the nicest guy in the world outside the ring, but unfortunately, he takes that into the ring with him. Yeah, exactly. And, and, it, and if you know, I was saying to him, if, if you look at his, his knockouts, the guys that he's, he's been knocking over, um, there's been no aggression in the shots that he's been he's been taking them out with. It's just been a case of where he's thrown the shot, it's landed, and they can't take the shot, and they've gone over or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's never been. You know, you see a. Um, a, a a David A or something like that punching through them at, at, um, and Anthony Joshua going out there with evil intent you know he's never had that about him um, and, and that's what we're, we're working on I want I want him to go out there I want him to enjoy you know breaking somebody's nose with his jab yeah you know? of course I, I, and, that, and, and, and that's you know it, it sounds brutal but this is what, what he's got to understand and what he does understand is that everybody that gets in that ring with him wants to crush him mm. yeah, yeah. And, and because of what's gone on Everybody that's gone in the ring is going to believe. Thinks they can as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's a case of if he doesn't go out there and inflict pain and hurt on them, then they've got nothing to stop them from from doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel that he's been boxing lately. It's kind of like waiting, waiting for the inevitable to happen. And it doesn't matter if you've got a great chin or you haven't got a great chin. If you go in there and you just let somebody steamroll you, then you're going to get steamrolled. And that's yeah. you know that's boxing, and and unfortunately heavyweight boxing the exact same. Um, it, it's worse, sorry, because they hit just so hard. It's just the weight of the shots. So just you know, it, it's, it, it's it's devastating when 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 they land clean. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot more lot more in, vicious intent in pricing that, um, and you know he's, he's enjoying it. Well, he's got a great role model in the gym anyway because Bellew's perfect at it. Bellew's also yeah. one of the nicest fellas in the world outside the yeah. ring. But, he but is when nasty he gets when in there, he he's a monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah he is. That's, that's right. I mean, that's the thing. You know, you need to you need to have people around you or 
Oh, the, the big the big thing forget the aggression i mean that's that's a big, that's a big part mm-hmm. but the big thing that i'm work you know i'm i've got with price at the moment and and that i'm i'm instilling him is um just positivity yeah. there's no negative thoughts whatsoever you know um tony you know but tony has this same same thing with me as well where i don't allow um negativity in in the gym you know no matter what's going off outside the minute we you walk in the gym and and we start work it's positive, you know. You don't think you're tired. You don't think anything. You just, we're just here to work, and, and we get on with it. And it's, you know, it's it's rubbing it's rubbing off because Price is in the, in the you know this is the start of the th- third week now, mm-hmm. and his whole demeanour about himself is different to what it was when he first come to me. You know, he's carrying he's carrying himself, you know, like like he should do. You know, he's a big six foot nine, you know, heavyweight monster, yeah. and he should carry himself like that. You know, um, you look at, you know, Tyson Fury gets a lot of stick, but he believes he's invincible. Yeah. He walks walks around with his nose in the air, Dave, doesn't he? He carries himself like, I'm the baddest man around. Exactly. Yeah. And and, and the the, the fact that he believes he's invincible goes a long way to to, to the reason why he's heavyweight champion of the world. He didn't go into that Klitschko fight thinking, I've got to do this, 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 in case he hits me, and if he does that, it's... He didn't worry about what Klitschko was going to do. All he was concerned about is what he's going to do. Yeah. And um, you know, and 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 Price has got to got to take a leaf out of Fury's book in in that respect. Listen, he's not he's not. I'm not trying to change personality, and all of a sudden you're going to start in the, you know shouting and and, and bawling about. You'll see, pi- you'll see Price is screaming at old women in the street <laughs> and smack, smacking little kids across the head and stuff. <laughs> no. No, it's not going to do anything like that. But it's just, it's just the inner belief, and it's, it's not about, it's not about kidding yourself. You know, it's about, it's about building that inner belief and 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 confidence with the things that you're doing in the gym, the things that you're doing in your everyday life. That that builds confidence, you yeah. know, because you can go from, you can go from somebody who's got no confidence to somebody that is confident. You can do that because, mm. you know, I mean, from from myself um, in my life. I went from a kid that, that number one used to get bullied and bashed about and and had no confidence. I didn't have confidence to speak to anybody. Mm-hmm. So you know, a stranger or you know, I, I was shy. If if it was somebody that it was in a you know in the gym that was a bit of a name, I didn't even speak to people. I, I start sweating if if you know when I first started talking to people like Johnny Nelson and stuff like that. You know, and then when a camera go on you, you start sweating. And I never had that sort of confidence, but. You start building that confidence yourself, and it can it takes time, yeah. but you can you can end, you know you can end up being confident, and you can end up knowing how to handle things. And, now and, look at you, you're wearing illuminous yeah. bloody football boots, mate. Look at you, yeah, you flash get. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I was talking about jacking football. I bought myself a pair of Larry boots, and I'm banging in three goals. <laughs> Listen, do you, are, you, are you still doing a bit of promoting? I know that you're training now, but obviously you've, made, you've done everything in this game you know, um, yeah. at the top level. Are you, are you still doing a bit of promoting? Do you want to get back into the management side of stuff? Well, managing. I'm still managing. I manage 25 fighters. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got, I've got uh, you know, including... A, as an event management. Team. Sorry, mate. I mean, I mean as yeah, an event but, management, putting the shows yeah, on and stuff. But, but promoting-wise, um, uh, to be honest, that's the least favourite of my jobs. Mm. Uh, mm. Because as a promoter you have to absolutely hammer the fighters to sell tickets because mm. without TV, you're losing money. And I've lost a lot, a lot of money. And my you know, my, my company has lost a lot of money through putting on big shows and great fights and stuff like that. We, we did it as a gamble. 
where we thought, right, you know, make a name as a promoter. And then when Sky looked to put out some dates to other people, then, you know, we're at forefront. And then they went exclusive with Eddie. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then we thought, right, anyway, carry on, not a problem, keep full steam ahead, and then when it comes up again, we'll, we'll see where we are. But then they went five or six-year deal with Eddie. Yeah. And then yeah. five or six years, I'm thinking, hang on a minute, that's that's not that's not going to be anywhere you know anywhere near me being able to keep on going like I am doing. Um, then the funny thing is, with Bellew, then the McDonald twins, and now Price, I just don't have the time to to do that because I'm in the gym with the fighters. Well, you, yeah, you, you're here. training at a world level now. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's where you're at. Exactly, yeah. So so I don't have the time to do everything. You know, managing and training, that's not a problem. But managing training and then putting the events on as well, uh, I don't really have the time. Um, if somebody were to turn around and say, here's, you know, here's TV back in, then yeah. fair enough. And I can, I can put great fights together in my sleep. I've got a track record of that. That's mm. not a problem. But, um, you know, it'd have to be where it's worth my while to. Um, we need ITV, so, mate. That's what we need. Some terrestrial telly there. That's what we need, lad. Mate, I know. You know, if, if, if that, ca- you know, if something came about, then yeah, I would jump at it. But, you know, going, carrying on non-TV shows and, and, and losing money and, and just playing to try and break even or just lose a grand. Yeah, it's not... You know, that, that, yeah. it's just not worth a while. And then, and then what happens anyway? You build kids up to like, nine and all what have you and then they end up leaving anyway so because obviously it's just how it is it's yeah of course they want to they want to be on the telly they want to be yeah yeah. On TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so so forever until you get tv your shows are only a, a feeder yeah. it's all right being a feeder as long as uh, as long as it's not costing you money but you know it, it's just how it is but managing my fighters are you know here there and everywhere i'm getting them title shots uh whether it's airy titles or or you know um or above then, you know, that's not a problem. Um, and I, I like that because I like plotting and planning kids' careers from the start and mm. building them up and, you know, then looking after them at top level. I enjoy all that and I enjoy the training side of things um, because I work with good kids, good people, you know, people that listen, people that want to improve. So I enjoy them side of things. I, I don't enjoy the promoting side. Promoting is just, just stress. You're putting on stress to fighters. Fighters, you, you know, it's very hard being being friends with, with fighters when you're the promoter because bottom line is you, you're saying, listen, you know, you can only get paid this much for this fight, but you've got to sell these tickets, rah, rah, rah. And they're getting in there and, and, and getting punched in the head. And, you know, and I don't like that side of things. No. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Never say never. I've still got my license. Good man. And like I said, if any any big big TV execs are listening to you right now, then, <laughs> then I'm still in the game, brother. <laughs> I only asked you that question because it seems like Tony can't get a scrap at the moment, mate. So I thought that you might be able to oh. work work your uh, work your magics to get him in there, um, like you say, for maybe an eliminator at that world title level. Everybody keeps, seems to be ducking him. I know. We're just waiting. We're just waiting on everything getting clarified and sorted. Um, there's a couple of issues that, that Eddie's trying to work out at the moment um, and hopefully it'll get sorted. It's, you know, the thing is, 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 you know, the most frustrating thing in this game is when you're waiting on other people. Yeah. yeah. You know, be it, be it as a boxer, it starts off with a boxer. Boxer's at the bottom of the, bottom of the ladder, really, because he's the one that, that um, that's not doing the deals and negotiating. And stuff. So he's kind of like waiting on the manager, on the promoter. The promoter can be waiting on... TV or other promoters or uh, sanctioning bodies, mm-hmm. you know, um, sanctioning bodies can be waiting on what's happening with this other fight, and, it, and it's just waiting for it all to get filtered down, and it's the most frustrating thing in the world, but 
You know, it's like I said to I've said to Tony before. You know, people like Bernard Hopkins had to wait a long time yeah. before they got the you know the big fight, the big money, mm-hmm. and and the recognition that they deserved. You know, and 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 Tony's gonna have to be a, a guy like a Bernard Hopkins. You know, where things just don't fall into his place. Yeah, got um, to work for everything. He has, he has to have the art of fight. He has to, you know, got to go into people's backyards. People. He's got to yeah, do it. Yeah. I, I, I won't mind, but he's just beating that kid Creed, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, exactly. he's just giving him a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> that was a big high-profile fight. That was massive. That was Hollywood. That was everybody it, was talking about it, that. It was. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, though, joking apart, um, Tony's profile right now is absolutely massive. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I've been, I've been around um, uh, David A. When, when, when we had Amaker. Um, and I've been around here when, when he went, you know, things like he went to the Etihad for, I think it was Hatton Lascano, and, you know, his head was down, he's walking to him, and once one person recognised him, everybody just got swarmed. Yeah. I, I went I went to uh, the Kevin Hart concert with uh, Kevin Hart. Um, Look at him, uh, he's famous uh, mates now, yeah? Going to Kevin Hart comedy, <laughs> rock star, no, rock star no, stuff, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I went, I went there with Tony, um, he took me up to the MEN, and I'll tell you what, once they spotted him, the paps were all over him, and then, then the f- uh, fans were just swarming him. It took us ages to get in. It took us absolutely ages to get out. Uh, he's now he's absolutely massive, you he know. Is, yeah. uh, and and the thing is, it needs to it needs to happen now. You know, he, he's got the profile there, and he could be a really really massive name in the game. Even uh, even even Floyd Mayweather's been one in a picture with you too, hasn't he? You know what I mean? I, I mean know, that's how big he is at the moment. Know. You know what? We just we just said to fly. You know what, mate? Yeah, go on and hurry up, man. I mean, that was surreal. I mean, we were backstage for twenty minutes, just just chilling with him while he's he's getting his hand massaged off of one bird and he's getting his head <laughs> massaged off of another bird. Brilliant. You know, we were just look, we were just looking around for another bird to throw at us, but I love it. So, so, just coming back to this weekend, Dave. Before I let you go, it, you know the. Did this opportunity jump out, especially because you're trying to get Gavin in line for the winner of, of Frampton Quig, and also I'll just no, see that fight going. No, no we're, we're we're looking we're looking for Gavin to fight uh, Seja, who's got the WBC title. Hmm. Um, so that's the route we're looking at. Um, uh, we want Gavin to go for the WBC route, um, and Gavin's brother is going to step up and beat the winner of Frampton Quig. Oh like wow! Okay. I like that there coming out of the bantamweights into the yeah. super bantamweights. I like it. <laughs> That that's what's going to happen. Wow. He's going to step up. He's going to, you know, look. It looks like um, we're going to be fighting Piano, the super champion. Yep. Um, do a job on him, uh, and then we'll step up and fight the winner of the, these two. Because when when Jamie McDonald stepped up to super bantamweight, an extra four pounds on him, you'll yeah. see a big difference in him. It's we'll a lot we'll better. And obviously, and, and, and obviously, Jazz. Obviously, Jazza Dickens is going to do Rigo, right? Well, so then we've well, got a few. The one we've got a few weight world champions. <laughs> that's the other one. Yeah. Gavin's yeah. ranked number three in the UK. He's above, he's ranked above Jazza Dickens. Mm. So Dave, I've got Asher. Were you guys offered the Rigondo fight? No, it wasn't. No. Oh, no, would you that, would you have taken just, it? Would you have taken it? Just, uh, not pro- not for Gavin. I don't think. No, um, Jamie would have. Yeah. Um, but but not Gavin's not got anywhere near that sort of experience. And also, Gavin's if you, you know you've got to understand Gavin's only just been with me um, for 15 weeks for the priority fight and then now whatever amount of weeks we've been in now mm, yeah. but he's still a work in progress um, what I will say is um, Chazza Dickens is an absolute legend because to take this fight I know exactly why he's doing it he sees that that's his that's his gateway to, to huge things you know of course he'll go in there he'll give it his all 
Rigo's been dropped a couple of times recently, so he'll know he'll have in his head, you know, that if he feels that he can, you know, if 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 this other fellow can do it, then he can do it. Exactly. You know, and you, the thing is with Rigo as well, you don't know when he's going to go because he is getting a bit older. I mean, listen, it's fantastic. I'm just looking for reasons how how Jazza can win the fight because mm-hmm. I'm I'm very very pro Brit, and any Brit that goes in against anybody that's out there, a legend or whatever, I want them, whether they're in my gym, anything to do with me or not, I want them to win. Um. And you know what gets me is when you get people slating people like him and Khan taking Canelo. They slay you if you don't take tough fights yeah. and if you fight nobody. And then when you take a massive, massive gamble or a massive step up, they slate you for that. Ridiculous. How can you win? Yeah, exactly. How it's ridiculous. But like just on that fight as well, Dave, it's his Rocky Balboa moment, isn't it? All he's got to do is go the yeah. distance. He's only got to go doing a, a great performance. He hasn't necessarily yeah. got to win. He's just got yeah. to perform. That's it. It puts him on world stage. Listen, if he can go in there and perform, put in a good performance, whether he goes distance or not, as long as he puts in a good performance and he causes problems for ego, then other champions or other main prospects or whatever out there mm-hmm. and, and established fighters out there or, over in America or wherever it might be, they can look at that and say, well, we want to, we, in order to, to build our profile, we need to do a better job on this kid that Rigo's just struggled with or just had a proper fight with if we can put him on it. And it puts him it puts him in that bracket for big money and big opportunities. I mean, what do you want to do? Do that or just, just box, you know, some, some Italian or, or or French geezer for an Italian uh, for for European title fight, you know? You wanna you wanna take take the steps to the top in, in a shorter distance than you can. Absolutely, Dave. Listen, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. You've been hilarious. Are you going to be wearing yeah, the boots on, uh, on on Saturday night as you as you doing the <laughs> ring walk or what? <laughs> you know what? Might be a lucky boots. You know the thing is, though. You know the thing is. You know because I'm, you know, when 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 the cameras on them, because I'm, you know, quite sure you might actually catch a glimpse of my feet at the same time you catch a glimpse of the end. You never know. <laughs> Dave, top work, mate. Listen, wish uh, Gav all the best. Uh, we'll be ringside at the weekend and fingers crossed he can do the business thing and obviously then move on uh, through them WBC rankings to get himself that world title shot. Top work, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. What a top bloke he is. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so therefore you get all our additional uploads, including these extra extended interviews like the one you just heard from Dave Caldwell. And if you would be so kind, please write us a lovely five-star review. It helps us increase our visibility in the iTunes charts to our worldwide audience. Next week, it is a UFC 196 special. You will now know that Conor McGregor has a new opponent, Nate Diaz, at £170. It's going to be mental. See you next week. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.